All right, all right. Welcome back to another week of Off the Back Fence Weekly Sports Podcast. Uh, by 2.30, some of that love yarning about sport. As always, I am was down in Melbourne as Coombsy. Ah, yes, we, we are slowly transitioning into that gambling side of things, aren't we? Oh, we've, we've always been gamblers, but we're now publicly admitting that we love to punt. Our degeneracy is really, really kicking into gear, especially with the winner uh, – not when a carnival Christ, it's spring carnival time. Absolutely fucking cooked at the minute. Um, you are still Mr. UEFA, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Two, Mr. UEFA, two Champions League multis last week. Thank Christ, Ronaldo decided to turn up in a midweek game against Atlanta to get, secure me that. Um, Liverpool over in a six-minute injury time at 90 minutes, and Suarez getting an open shot at goal gave me nightmares that I'll never really want to go through again. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, nice. Uh, I started, started from a twenty dollars bonus, but to t- return into over eight hundred dollars in two nights. Nice little treat for you. And then I decided to follow you into that seventeen legger last Friday, and just uh, I didn't go seventeen. I went seven. I only failed by one. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then I Lafio uh, losing to yeah. Marseille. No, drawing Marseille. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of those favourites really shut the bed, and then I realised probably they rested all their players. But yeah, it's a very really- dangerous comp to bet on. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, enough about that. We'll probably jump into that a little bit later on to the episode. Uh, stick to the bread and butter, though, NRL. Not much to talk about as it is still off-season. Uh, we'll just briefly touch on it, even though you don't want to talk about it. Tyrone May looks like to be set to be sacked by the Penrith Panthers, so we'll just leave it at that. There's no need to no, go into that any to. further. He's grub. Yeah, Full grub. The other news uh, released today, the Dolphins uh, released their Heritage jersey uh, and their principal sponsor for the next four years, which is Avenger Kings, who are big in the camping sector. Uh, the Heritage jersey, I think it was mimicking a jersey from back in the 80s. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of comment on it, mainly it looks like the Arsenal jersey. Yes, it does. Yeah, I was okay. hoping like, the Dolphins have always had stripes on the V. I was hoping to get like a... Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping to get... like I could, I could understand not going to the V when you've got like the Bulldogs, Roosters. Dr- dragons. Um, dragons. But you could go the v- vertical stripe down the um, chest like um, they had in a, a, a jersey, well, I think, in the 2000s or 90s. Yeah. I, there was a good suggestion online on Twitter from... Uh, Trent Slats, uh, great follow if you ever get on if you're on t- Twitter. It's the Redcliffe jersey where the numbers on the front and the sponsor. I think it's Village Motors is in the circle, and it's just a plain yeah. red jersey. It looks so good. So you literally, just do that. And I think um, they do have an iconic jersey. They do. Redcliffe have had a lot of great jerseys over the years. So to pick that as their first heritage jersey, I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out with the, whether the black backlash comes for them or not, but neither here nor there. But, yeah, Venture King's their principal sponsor. They'll be on the front of the jersey uh, going forward for the next three years at least. Um, so that's a good gear. I think you read somewhere there. It's a quite a substantial sponsorship, but that could yeah, be – Yeah, it's quite a big – they've got a lot of money coming behind them. Well, that's the thing. When they've got a spokesman like Cameron Smith currently doing their ads, and if you go to a campsite, whether that's Big Four or whatever, you're at least going to see one piece of Adventure Kings on most vehicles or camping equipment. They're just everywhere at the minute, so it's a good move from them to get into the market of footy. But yeah, so not much else on the NRL front. Um, 
we'll keep an eye on for signings. I think I did see that uh, the Raiders have signed a short-term deal for Adam Elliott from the Bulldogs. I don't know what the details are. That's only just come to light very, very recently in the last like 30 minutes from what I could see. But yeah, not, not much. Oh, not, Justin Hodges put his hand up for an assistant coach as per News Corp. Oh, yeah. At the Dolphins. I tell you, well, that wouldn't oh, be too bad. That, oh, Joey John's going back to Newcastle. Yeah, one of the funniest things I've read is like that the Knights will give him a coaching gig before they give him a statue. That's how funny that fucking is. Hmm. He will then, never. Um, they'll like never the, put. They'll never put a statue out the front of fucking McDonald Jones, will they? But I see that your favorite Broncos forward, Paddy Carrigan, is eyeing up a move to Redcliffe. Why? Okay, now I'm going to take exception to this because I've never said he's my favorite. You've bagged him a few times. Fucking oath. I've ne- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called him your favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, you piece of shit. Um, yeah, I did. I did um, in the Broncos chat. I mean, it seems like it seems like Redcliffe or the Dolphins, whoever they are, they're gonna they're offered of quite a substantial uh, contract for him to be maybe one of the big foundation players to come across. Um, it looks as if he knocked back an extension with Brisbane, but they're going back to the uh, the negotiating table. I think either late this week or early next week. I think that's been reported by Iken. Like Iken's come out and said a lot of things, saying he's a hard worker, he's good to be around the club, good for the culture and whatnot. I just think I just I don't think he's on. Like I think if he's chasing the same kind of cash that Payne Haas is on or any of those decent forwards on, I think he's barking up the wrong tree with us. If we I let him, don't see the Broncos wasting money on forwards anymore. I I think he wants to be the thirteen, but I find that very hard to believe when Kobe Hetherington had such a great year. Kobe Hetherington stood up. Yeah, yeah. Like unless unless Carrigan's going to move into the prop rotation, which he can, I'm okay with him being that middle range. I'm happy for him to be on the team. I'm happy with that. The reliance, on, like I think, what's killing us is like future captain of the Broncos, future Origin star, if he ever makes it into the team. I think that's where it's going to be going down the line. We'll see though, but I think if the Dolphins offer him the cash and his agent tells him to take it, he might be heading across the river. Well, not heading across the river, heading up to the peninsula, oh, the bay, the bay. Heading, heading down the city cat, the brown the, snake. The, oh, there's a, that's it, the battle of the city cat. That's the Derby Dome. <laughs> I don't think there's no city cat that goes to Redcliffe. You'd have to like the, you'd be the fight of the bloody. Oh, sand. Yeah, it goes out to the like the um, oh pink and bar area. It's it's the, bat- it's, the base it's the battle of the Sandgate line on the Queensland Rail. That's all it is. Oh, the battle <laughs> of Sandgate Road. <laughs> Sandgate Road so That's good. Not too. Bad. Anyone who drives that drove that road on a Friday night will understand that. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, not much else footy-wise. Uh, I haven't heard anything down in Victoria about AFL. I think they're they're, they're in full off-season hibernation, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, there's a bit of news that the boys got in a bit of a brouhaha at a nightclub in Perth playing some song, and um, but that's about it. Yeah, not really. too much. Well, we may as well go across the did. We'll go across the river anyway, or across the ocean. We'll go to the NFL week seven. Uh, holy shit! What a fucking terrible slate of games that was. Um, first off, I did not get. I did not get off at two forty five. I'm just going to put that out I was there. Two thirty, watching the Liverpool game, but that's for later on. Yeah, that is for later on. Um, I didn't get up. I did have a quick look at the slate. Um, 
prior to going to bed on Sunday night. I thought, no, I, I just can't get myself up for that. Um, talking points, though, I've got two of them. Bengals, the rashing, the Ravens. Oh, Joey Burrow has Jamar- showing the promise. And Jamar Chase getting roasted in the preseason for not catching balls. He's came out. He's he's on he's on pace to break the rookie record that has been held by Randy Moss. Currently, he's on pace. Obviously, there's an extra game in the season. Whatever that takes it, whatever that takes it away. But he was outstanding on uh, the Sunday over there. Two hundred and one yards. I think it was eight receptions a tutty. Like the Bengals are for real, man. Yeah, the Bengals are for real here. Like they're looking dangerous and good. Um, Chiefs are yeah, broken. So, pardon? Chiefs, Chiefs are, are very broken. Like yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I think now everyone's starting to see that. Hey, I I I'm not off him just yet. Like I know we know what he's capable of. It's just. They're in a bad spot at the moment. Their defense isn't that great. You got receivers that aren't cut, catching at the time, but he's also making stupid mistakes, which are leading to interceptions. But the Titans holding them to three points and three points only oh, is yeah. something else. Like the Titans are for real. The Bengals are for real. Like cu- currently in the AFC, I think your top. It's the Bills. No, the Bengals would be the number one seed. Yeah, ba- Bengals are number one. And then you've got the Titans. Yeah. Maybe the Ravens. I, ha- I I can't remember specifically, but that's the funniest thing. I think of the Cardinals and the Bengals. Two teams back, I think, 2018, both teams were like cellar dwellers. Since then, obviously, the Cardinals have picked up uh, Kyler Murray and the Bengals got Joe Burrow and they also picked up Jamar Chase. And I was skeptical of the Jamar Chase pick because they needed an O-line. Mm. Like they, there was there's talk of picking up the bloke that went to Detroit, Pene Sewell, but it's worked. It, it's worked out wonders. Like Burrow's had time in the pocket. He's finding Chase so easily. Mixon's having I think Mi- remarkably well for someone coming back from an ACL too. That that is also he's like there's two people currently in the discussion for comeback player of the year. It's Dak Prescott who came from that gruesome fucking ankle injury last year, and Joe Burrow coming off his ACL. It's it's so. Like, I I was a big fan of um, LSU that that fifteen and O team that won the championship with um, Coach O. But th- just to see what they've done has been fantastic. Um, yeah. Other than that, the remaining games are just either blowouts or not that close at all. It's yeah. It's just something else. Like it was just a terrible week. Even Monday Night Football sucked. Like. You had James oh, versus Geno Smith. That was terrible. It was like torrential rain in San Francisco with the Colts beating the 49ers. Cardinals won again, but they were pl- playing the, like the Texans. Like it's not too much else. Other game that really popped up was the Lions giving it to the Rams for the first quarter and then just dying in the ass. Uh, what else? Another one. Bucks won. Bucks just did Tom Brady get a 600. It was just. It, it was, was. There was like the car. Oh, the. The Panthers um, Giants game was a fizzer. It was like the there Bucks wasn't were, much. It wasn't. It was a pretty easy red zone viewing if you were watching red zone because you weren't jumping between games. No, like there was not much happening. Like Buccaneers thirty eight to three. Like they were thirty five three up at halftime to show like three extra points. Like that's that's absolutely absolutely nothing. Friday, Even, but we can look at Friday's game. Friday morning's game: Packers Cardinals. That's. 
that's going to be interesting because you got Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard. I think there was another wide receiver that's got on the COVID list now. Yeah. Uh, like Rogers is going to have to do it. He's going to have to do it with receivers that are like cats strapped together to turn into a human. I like it. I like it. Like the if there's a team that if there's a player that's like can really do this, it would Keep be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well that's the thing. After that week one loss to the Saints, and they said it's just one, and he said it's just one week. Like just on an absolute fucking mission. Yeah, he's and, got his, like his chip on his shoulder, and yeah, watch this. This is Aaron Rodgers doing what he does best: gun slinging, gun, slinging the gun. That's it. He'll find a way. So that's obviously our Friday to morning. Cardinals seven and zero. They're going for eight and zero. Yeah, fantastic to see. We'll do another recap of week eight next week. Uh, soccer wise, do you want five minutes on Liverpool or what do you want to do? Oh, we can talk five minutes on Liverpool because they won five nil. Um, let's just start with. <laughs> I didn't intentionally mean to do that either. Let's just start with Mohamed Salah. Uh, he'll be at the Ballon d'Or. He will win the Ballon d'Or. Or yeah. the balloon Dior, as I call it. Um, three goals. First visiting player in Premier League history to knock in a hat-trick. Most goals by an African in the Premier League. Fuck off, Didier. And anyone see that goal, that pass, um, Jordan Henderson laid for that third, third goal for Salah. Wow, it was a fucking chef's kiss. Take that right up your wazoo. Harry Maguire looks like a mugger in defence. Ibrahim Say his name. (laughs) Connaty. I can't, like, this is bad. McTominay. McTominay. Scott McTominay. No, McTominay. No. Ibrahim um, Connaty. Oh, Oh, Connaty. Absolutely manhandling. Right. Yeah, manhandling Fred like a little bitch. (laughs) Ronaldo should have been sent off for the two. He had it, um, Curtis Jones, and he shit himself when Big Verge came for him. <laughs> he backtracked it very quickly. And you know who I love? The Scotsman, Andy Robinson. Absolutely ruthless. I, he, if you look at some photos, a lot of the videos when he's played Messi or someone, he's there chirping the whole time. That's, he's that's, up in their face. That's what you want. But that's a Scottish person in general. Yeah, this, this, is, the, this is the Liverpool team of the 2019-20 20 season. They, they're ruthless. Their back line's killing it. Allison's the world's best goalkeeper by far. <laughs> okay, it's not five minutes worth, but I think you've got it out. You actually said most things correctly, even through the excitement. So that's something, isn't it? Oh, man, I'm just very excited. Like, there, was, there was a lot, of, lot, lot to come out of this game, obviously. Like the chatter of Ole being like sacked. That's been the main point. And, yeah, and, 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 and Tony, Antonio Conte. Antonio yeah. Conte if being there. Con- con- he really needs to listen to Jamie Carragher and um, Gary Neville's chat on Sunday Night Football after the game. It's not sack the player. No, sack the coach. It's a bad thing. Like, Skullshire has got them from a point of where they were fucking broken. They were. So he, he doesn't have the, um, well, what would you say? Like, the expertise to take – Got a great squad, but he doesn't have that ability to take the squad to the next level. He hasn't got the tactical nous, perhaps? No, it's not the tactical nous. I don't think he has the man management. Oh, you don't think he can hand, like be, be a man manager? Be the egos. Yeah, he can't handle the egos. Right. The I think well, he's got the tactical nous. Yeah. He's pushed club teams before. 
Very true. But I, he I, hasn't got that. Um, the, like a Conte. Um, Conte wouldn't take any great, shit. Yeah, all those great managers have something in common. They can't handle egos. Like Jurgen Klopp can handle. Ha- look how well that Liverpool dressing room is. Hmm. Because he he like because the buck starts and stops with him essentially like he yeah. he can be fun but when it's time to knuckle down and play yeah. that fucking Thomas heavy metal football comes from Jurgen Klopp's coaching tree. He does too. I forgot about that. So yeah, like Pep Guardiola, like he you've heard things like um, Ibrahimovic did not get along with him because he's so like this is my way or you do it. I'm here for you, but you are doing things my way. Hmm. It's weird, like that's what it's weird why Mourinho didn't work there. I think there was, I, I think Mourinho's style is doesn't fit modern football now. He he's adapted in certain areas, like he did pull Tottenham in a good spot, like while he was yeah. manager there until he got canned. But yeah, I think like there's there's only a certain point, and it's been said with NRL coaches too, is like they can only get a team so far, yeah. and a prime prime example of that is Parramatta. Brad Arthur, yeah. Brad Arthur has been the best coach for them over the last five to six years or however long he's been there. It's Brian Smith. Yeah, because he's gotten them to a final standard team, but he cannot just push them through uh, through that next ceiling to get them like into a grand final or to win a comp because they'll start with a house of fire, but then just peter out like they were yeah. lucky to beat newcastle in that first round and then they came up against and like they were very unlucky not to beat the panthers i must admit this yeah. year yeah but yeah it's the same with football i've noticed too like i don't think tottenham's manager at the moment um I don't Nuno, he's it good for a small club he There's he's a difference between a small time manager and a big time manager definitely and i and i have to i i I didn't. I don't mind the pickup because of the amount of managers we interviewed and fell through. Like we had a lot of candidates that got interviewed and then just fell over. Like we were scrambling to get a manager in the last month before the season kicked off. I think. Yeah, but if I was like United looking forward, the coach would be going after is Patrick Vieira. Well, that he's um, oh, what's he? He's um, Crystal Palace, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'd be going after. Patrick Vieira, um, like Rafa Benitez is a great thing. He's struggled since leaving Liverpool. Very true. Like that Liverpool side back in the early thousands, he they were just magic. Oh, best midfielder in the world. But like, so, like <laughs> play, coaches like him, Mourinho, they really have struggled adapting to this more free flowing, positionless football. Mm. That's a fair analogy too. Um, but yeah, other than that, like. I don't want to talk about Tottenham. They got, had a late winner against them on Sunday against West Ham. Like we're floundering mid-table. Well, we're not mid-table. We're, we're in the top ten at least. But yeah, it's it's very very hard at the minute to really get I up would and think support. They're going to throw everything at Mickey Mouse Cup. To be honest, they need they need they need some silverware. Well, they need silverware if they're going to hold on to Kane because I think, I think yeah, he can. Europa spot. Yeah, well, either that or he needs to like. With Kane, like he'll be gone during the the January window. I don't know. I, I'm sort of a. I'm sort of. A, I'm like at peace with the fact that he will be gone. But it's yeah. until until he, until he's like, in another jersey. I can't really. I have to support. It'll it. be interesting. Like the January window, I think will be more busier than the coming summer window next year because of um, the World Cup being swept around. Yeah, with it being now in December next year. So a lot of clubs won't be able to 
do the January transfer. No. So you'll see probably a busier next, yeah, two transfer windows than you'll ever see before. Yeah. And there's a lot of – I think there's a lot – Where they can boost their selection odds. There's also um, – I think uh, – don't quote me, but I'm fairly sure there's a lot of like contracts that are coming up in the next summer or whatever it is. So I think this January will be busy, like you said. So Yeah. But yeah, uh, horses. I saw King Maple suck. Ah, King suck too. To be honest, and the only thing I've seen in Kings Maple this year. Suck. Yeah, I had him at plus one and a half yesterday. I think and he bounced back from a seven goal um, loss, but no, they lost four one. <laughs> the only highlight I've seen in the Great, Kings, like if anyone's got time, that all or nothing, the all or nothing series is on Amazon. Are really great. That, I enjoyed it. Like I binged it. I like you told me yeah. about it. I binged it. And like I'm, I'm, John O'Keefe swears like a sailor. I love it. Well, all hockey, anybody that's involved with ice hockey in America and Canada, they all swear like sailors. Right. Yeah, it's it's fucking yeah. right, boys. <laughs> fucking a. Yeah, the the only highlight I've seen of the Kings is uh, Tarasenko from the Blues just like chopping it up and just scoring a mad goal. Uh, I think they beat us five one. So. But that's still early days in the uh, the ice hockey. Was um, Pittsburgh are playing without Malkin and Crosby, and still top. Like currently, Florida are the top team. Yeah, with Jumbo. Yeah, didn't realize Thornton had moved on. He's moved into retirement down there, hasn't he? Mate, very funny. That after that, that show showed you how funny he is. Oh yeah, what a glue. There's a um. Uh, this is years and years ago now. There's a, a documentary series oh, and it was leading up to- four goals. He's going to cut, um, get his dick out on the ice. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? No. No, he it's- wasn't. So he said if he ever scored four goals, he'd pull his – in a game, he'd pull his dick out on the ice <laughs> mid-game. I've never heard of that. Jesus. All right, let's wrap up with some horse racing then. Um you you want to you want to spruik your pick from last week? So, uh, another pick on this point. If you, anyone listens to coming to Spring Carnival last year, I picked the Melbourne Cup winner. Did it back at myself because I completely forgot my pick. So I'm <laughs> writing everything down from now on. Last week I picked State of Rest, and then backed it um, backed it at fifty dollars at eight at nine fifty on Saturday. Very good. But I had a, so that was that. And but here we go. Derby Day, Group One, Race Six, Flemington. My picks for the thing are number four, Gunstock, Gunstock, and two two Kaka, number two. <laughs> Congratulations, oh William Pike. Oh no, no that's, so a, that's the trainer, James McDonald. James McDonald's just jockey. I just see W Road Pike, and I think I think I think I think last week. Uh, well this is the start of uh, the Melbourne Cup Carnival isn't it so with Derby Day on Sunday Cup next Tuesday we won't record before the Melbourne Cup next week I don't think unless we do a quick pod we'll have to do a quick um, pod pod, um, release on socials of what our picks are I can't really call oh we can do a quick little early um, pick if we go here yeah like incentivized sports that's paid at two dollars fifty, I think that's just stupid. Like I don't see it doing world's hardest race to win and pick as well. Well that was like I think it was like Sportsbet paying out uh Zaki to win the Cox plate and then the morning yeah. of scratched. 
scratching yet. So I've got my pick early pick for the cup is try. Charlie Rose, who absolutely dominated the Geelong Cup last Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout. Not bad at all. paying $1.80 for the Geelong Cup and absolutely dominated it. Not bad. Some good areas, that. If you get on it early now, it's at 18s. 17s, yeah. Good time to get on it early. Nice. But yeah, what have you got for Saturday? And we got um, so you got the you got the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill. You've just given your tip for that. You've also got oh no, you've oh, given done, you, um, you've done the Derby. Derby, poor Golden yeah, I've got Eagle. One here. Got one for the Golden Eagle. I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to be number seven in the goal. Oh no, that's not the Golden Eagle. Where am I? Eagle Farm. What am I doing here? This is great radio. Rose Hill, uh, um, yeah. I'll get mine while you're fiddling around. No, I'm um, good. I'm good now. Go for it. I'm going to go ten dollars each way on Ellsberg number nine. Oh yeah, nine fifty. Not I'd bad. Probably throw as a cheeky place. Where is it? I marked him in my little book. <laughs> this is how I'm getting into it now. Oh, um, the guy Waterhouse trained Vangelic. Number, oh, yeah. number 16 at $6. $6.50, not too bad, mate. I'm going to go a little bit better with the value. I'm going to go Apache Chase. Um, yeah, last two starts, two wins. Not too bad, paying $6 to a win. I'm going to take that in the Golden Eagle for uh, Derby. Um, there's also the Coolmore Stakes. Like, there's a lot of Group 1s this weekend. I'm probably there's gonna... a lot of races. It's the biggest weekend of Group 1 races. It is. It's one of the better better ones Derby too. Derby Day is the biggest Group 1 race of the carnival, few, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard to really pass up forget uh, forgot you, uh, even though he is the favourite. He is the favourite with Gunstock currently for the Derby. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to stick with Forgot You. Uh, hey, uh, I'm not a big fan of picking like that's what I found with the Melbourne Cup Carnival though is there's higher you values, but horses for six mounts out. But yeah, you've. <laughs> Either that, or you're just going to throw darts at a fucking dartboard and hope to God that you land on a winner. Like this, like a four dollar twenty favorite for a race seems like extremely high, considering every other weekend it's like dollars. So yeah. it makes it very, very interesting. That's why it comes to the cup too. Like cup day, I don't even know if I'm going to have a punt this year because looking looking back at my form, the last couple I'm, of years, I'm just I, doing my um, dollar mysteries thirty dollars, thirty one dollar mysteries. There you go. Little tip for everybody at home. Hey, it's worked off before and got me a five and a half grand um, trifecta. There you go. Laughing. Yeah. So it's not, not too bad at all. If it comes uh, in, you, hey, and you're $31 mysteries, you might get it three times over. <laughs> that's it. God, has that happened? <laughs> <laughs> other, other than that, the other thing that's majorly happening at the minute is the 2020 World Cup. Obviously, you're not a 2020 fan, so we, we skipped that. Um, a bit of controversy hey, in the South Africa. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about Marnus Labuschagne getting a ton today? Yeah. Also, Sean Abbott picking up six wickets and shield, like absolute killer or a bowler. He's like he's in that spa- he's in that space where he's not good enough for international level or national level, but he's he just kills it at state level. Yeah. He's just in that really well, weird. I think, I think if he got the chance, he wouldn't be bad. But I don't. I, I just have, don't. I just don't think we have one of the chance. greatest. We have a great pace battery, like. Jai Richardson would play national cricket anywhere else in the world. Uh, Michael Nessers should be a 20-test player already. 
True. Um, the only problem is they keep picking Mitchell fucking Stark. Oh, he he's got it. He's not a t- he's not a we're test not, cricket player. We're not. Re- we're we're, we're going to do a full d- deep dive into that because we got the Ashes. Also, Ashes news: Ben Stokes has been added to the English side. Oh, if you if anyone's going to the Gabba, just start thro- just start um, throwing out arrest warrants. <laughs> Fuck. You're all convict. Con- <laughs> you could even throw out the cape. He, he was bashed a homosexual. No. <laughs> have to, I'm no, I'm them. not going to go there, but you could throw that sle- that um, sledge out. Oh. I would personally wouldn't at the Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have to stop. We've been doing the short episodes. It's been good. We're going to obviously go into the daylight savings. You need to get to bed. you got early starts. Uh, yeah. Other than that, don't think there's too much else in the world. NBA's going, but that's still early days. We'll, yeah. we'll probably cover that when we get to the All-Star break. Yeah, I think we'll Baseball call it. World Series is um, Chiefs versus Astros yeah. on a, a Chiefs Braves. <laughs> yeah, the Braves got up today, so that's that's something. Yeah, I think we'll call that a day. Yeah. Good, All good, right, guys, have good, fun. Just remember, bet big to win big. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, guys. We'll see you next week.